Okay, we begin at uh, 13b uh, with uh, the new Mishnah, the new chapter, uh, and the new chapter carries on very similarly uh, to the old one. It just kind of uh, moves on and expands a whole lot of definitions, and it's actually uh, a bit like the opposite of what we actually saw uh, in the last few days. So uh, it starts as follows: Vailu uh, mutarin, and these vows, if you try to connect this uh, to to uh, to something, any of these following things, uh, it would be permitted. Uh, for the first one, chulin uh, lacha. Uh, that uh, is, is uh, non-holy what I eat from you. Now that, that's, that's an obvious uh, declaration and the Gemara is actually going to question uh, why we even, that, uh, uh, even need it. But anyway, that, that I eat of yours uh, is um, going to be non-holy. Alright, that, that's fine. Uh, that, that's great. Basar um, Chazir. Uh, if you say it's like pig meat, uh, like 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 pork. If you say something is like pork, kavod uh, like idol worship, koorot uh, halavuvin, or like uh, the hearts uh, of uh, the, the of uh, of hides of an animal. Right? What they used to do uh, as part of uh, the the idol worship, what they used to do uh, was uh, take an animal and uh, and and uh, cut a hole uh, in its uh, in its skin while it was still alive and remove the heart. So it was like a little. Uh, you know, um, operation that they did on the animal while it was still alive to get the beating heart out of the animal. Sounds sounds um, quite um, hard and terrible for the animal. But anyway, they they weren't worried about that. They were worried about serving the idols. Uh, so that that was what they did. Okay, uh, the Gemara in Avodah discusses that as well. But anyway, uh, that's that's what they used to do. All right, uh, and knevelot uh, trayfords. And if it's like a nevela, which is an animal uh, that. Um, just died without being shechted, uh, and a trefer, a trefer is an animal with a, uh, a defect uh, that is going to, uh, within 12 months, it's going to die. So if you say connected uh, to that, kashkatsim uh, rumasim, like creepy crawlies, uh, like insects and and uh, and uh, and the like. Um, uh, it says kachalat aron kutrumato, and like chala or like truma, mutar. Uh, in all of these cases, uh, you are at, at muta. Okay, the truma is the portion that you give to the coin, and so is chala. And all right, so really, the the the, the main thing about all of these uh, um, things that we've mentioned over here, all of these uh, reasons, the reason why it is permitted, uh, it is muta. Why? Uh, because uh, all of these things, uh, as we're going to see in the Gomorrah as well, uh, something that we started discussing already uh, a few days ago. Uh, the only time that you can forbid a neder uh, is where uh, it was something that you had the power uh, to make forbidden. Okay, when you compare it to an offering, a korban, uh, you had the power. It was a normal animal, and you had the power. You said this animal is now a holy animal. Uh, so therefore, you had power uh, to make that animal uh, holy from uh, non-holy, and, and therefore you could uh, connect your vow uh, to something that, that you did. However, in the case of all of these things, uh, they are inherently forbidden. The Torah forbids all of them. Uh, like uh, you know, chazir and uh, any type of avodazora, uh, trefot, uh, trefa, uh, navela, all of those things, shkatsim, uh, rasim, all these creepy crawlies, chala, truma, all of those things were forbidden already by the Torah. So what you are trying to do is trying to connect uh, what, a type of food uh, to the, something like this, and it is totally forbidden. Okay, uh, that is. Um, uh, the first part of uh, uh, the mission. Now, the second one. Uh, if a person says to his wife, at, uh, You are to me like mother. 
Okay, uh, I'm not getting any benefit from you, and it should be uh, the same as uh, uh, having relations with my mother. Obviously, uh, that is a totally forbidden action, forbidden by the Torah as well. Uh, so now, the Gemara, instead of saying it's totally mutar, uh, it says, Potkin law, petach mimokomaker. What you have to do uh, is. Uh, is um, uh, talk about it and, and try to find uh, a, a, like an opening for him uh, and, you, and you say to him from another place. In other, in, in other words, what you say to him, listen, uh, would you, uh, if you realize that this would be the situation, uh, would you have done it, etc. So uh, we're going to be dealing with how you annul vows uh, later on, chapters uh, 9, 10 and 11 uh, deal with that, uh, how uh, you annul vows once, you, once you've made them. Uh, it's going to be dealing with, we won't deal much with Petach now, uh, but that's one of the things. There's Karata, uh, you regret it, and, uh, and uh, also a Petach. So you say, listen, uh, you know, if, if, if you would have known this, if you would have known that, etc. Okay, so uh, uh, that is uh, different forms of, you know, what's the difference between Karata and Petach? We're not going to be dealing with that now. Uh, and, uh, and, and really what you do is you say, listen, there is a, uh, um, we, we want to do it, we treat it with an amount of seriousness, uh, we treat it as if uh, the vow is good, uh, but um, uh, that he, he wants, you don't want him to just uh, treat it lightheadedly. Okay, so uh, we're also going to see that. I think, uh, I think on tomorrow's DAF or the following day's DAF, uh, we are going to be seeing, uh, seeing discussions about that. Uh, what, uh, um, it's, it's called Baal Yachel de Rabbanan. And, uh, and, and that's it. All right, so now uh, the Gomorrah picks up. Time at Amar Chulin Shochel Lecha. Chulin, that I, um, uh, I will eat from you, that what I eat from you is not holy, uh, is profane. Uh, that's obviously a high avar. Lechulin Lochel Lecha. But if he says, Lechulin Shochel Lecha, Mashma Lochulin Lahavai Ela Korban. Uh, we've seen this a lot before, and uh, it, it says that, that I will eat of yours. Uh, I mean, lachulin uh, really means lachulin, not not holy. Is that what I eat of yours? In other words, holy is what I do eat of yours. And um, and therefore, uh, it is, uh, uh, that's what we say, mashma lachulin lehave ela korban. It shouldn't be uh, not unholy, it should be holy. Uh, and that, that we've had that a couple of times. But just to mention, actually, because we think this might not have practical halakhic ramifications, uh, uh, I've forgotten Rabbi Rosner, whose name he said it was. We could have mentioned it uh, any number of times now. Uh, but uh, w- what we have to do is be very careful when we say, uh, in, on, in the 10 days, uh, we say, Zohreinu, we have to say, Lechayim, uh, with, a, with, a, uh, with a dots underneath the thing, Zohreinu, Lechayim, instead of saying, if you say Zokranu Lachayim, it could be not laugh. Okay, so that's uh, an idea uh, that, uh, you know, you might think, oh, all this stuff is just linguistics, etc. So we should actually uh, remember that when, uh, when we get to the 10 days. Okay, uh, that is that. All right, so it should be a Korban. And again, we go through quite a familiar um, uh, uh, backwards and forwards on this. Manu uh, Matnitin, who is our Mishnah like? Rabbi if you say, even though it's an anonymous Mishnah, it goes like Rabbi Meir, because generally an anonymous. Mishnah does go like Rabbi Meir. However, we've had high late lay Michlal Lav Atashim We have had before. Um, 
uh, that uh, uh, you were from a negative uh, statement, can you infer a positive statement? Uh, we had that uh, two, uh, at least two days ago, definitely, uh, when we discussed it. Also yesterday we mentioned it as well, uh, is that uh, any, any Tanai that is not like the Tanai of B'nai Gad and B'nai Ravain, uh, as we said, any condition that you have to specify both sides of the condition. Here, uh, you're just inferring it. And we said uh, an inference uh, is not a good neda. So therefore, Ella Rabbi Huda. Um, and uh, if it is like Rabbi Huda, uh, well, surely Hainu uh, Reisha. And that is the Reisha. And it's interesting because uh, it goes back uh, all the way to the original Mishnah when we really started uh, discussing this, uh, all the way back uh, on Daf uh, Yud Amud Bet on, on 10b. When we started discussing it, we had uh, this was the whole discussion. So, really, Daf 11, 12, and 13 uh, were, uh, were discussions of this very issue. So, I think even back to Daf 11, uh, we've been discussing these types of ideas. All right, so uh, we said it was like uh, Rabbi Huda, and, but if you say it's like Rabbi Huda, we already learned that in, in the first part of. Of the Mishnah, so why are we repeating it again? Uh, you know, the Gemara it, it doesn't waste words, uh, and the Mishnah is there, is you know, like in code form. And it, why, why is it necessary for the Mishnah to repeat it? Uh, so, Eddie, uh, the 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 Katani Kibasar Chazir Kavodazora Lahaki Katani Ichulin. So the fact that it teaches us uh, new new things, uh, if you connect it uh, to pork or you connect it to idol worship, uh, that's why I had to go along and and teach you just a little counter. Uh, to that, uh, this also applies. You know, not to, but but even if you're saying uh, it should be non-holy, that what I eat from you, uh, you, you 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 just add it in. In other words, it's not necessary. Okay, we already knew it from before. It just kind of adds it in uh, to include the following cases. All right, that is uh, answer number one. Okay, Ravina Amar. Uh, Ravina says actually, Haki uh, Katani. Actually, this is the way you should read uh, the Mishnah. Elu Matarim Kachulin. Okay, these are, th- are are permitted as if they were Chulin. Right, uh, and Kabzar uh, Chazir like pork, Kavodazora like idol worship, etc. Um, um, and um, and that's it. And if it didn't teach the case of Chulin, uh, you would say, uh, and uh, you know, uh, you might think, uh, is uh, like uh, the, um, uh, you would have said, uh, you would have to ask on these things because you would say uh, that the neder uh, does take effect. I mean, it doesn't take effect, uh, but you would have to still uh, go through uh, as if the second part, of it, like we did, said, but the second part of the mission, if you say, uh, you are to me like my mother, uh, uh, then you would have to ask a Shaila about that. Uh, so therefore, the uh, first part of the Mishnah says no. Uh, you don't even have to ask a Shaila. The Gemara says, Hi, Ika, Sukai, Kol Da Tachi. Would you even consider this to be a correct interpretation? Hi, Mkitani Seifa. If you learnt it from uh, the end part, at You are like to me, uh, like mother, uh, like my mother. Uh, you find him an opening from another place all right, uh, the implication is uh, that it's only in the second part of the Mishnah uh, that we are talking about uh, that he would have to uh, ask these questions, you treat it with a degree of seriousness uh, and um, 
And so, so now uh, you would say that in the first part uh, he doesn't need a question. Ella mechavata chulin imimela v'naska. All right. Uh, therefore, the, the better answer is the first answer that we gave. In other words, it wasn't actually uh, mentioned for any particular reason. It was just mentioned uh, by the way, uh, just to act as a counterpart uh, to the, uh, the the part about avodazora uh, and 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 pork. Etc. All right. So now uh, the Gemara asks, uh, where do you know such a thing uh, that uh, if you uh, connect something to something that was forbidden by the Torah, uh, you, it doesn't work? Amakra, the pasuk says, uh, when a man takes a vow to Hashem. Okay, and 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 there's the concept which we we've seen a lot of times now. But you know, now we just explicate it and and give the source for it. Uh, it has to mean the vow. You have to take effect. Uh, the vow only takes effect if it is something uh, that was was originally done via vow. As we mentioned uh, before, like for example, an offering. You can come and you say, this animal, which was perfectly uh, normal and non-holy uh, a few minutes ago, you come up to it and say, ah, you're going to be a, a, a sacrifice now. You're going to be an offering and, and therefore you've got the power uh, to change it. So it was non-holy. You convert it into something holy. That's the same thing with uh, um, the uh, with a vow, you have to take something uh, and, and, and connect it. If you're connecting it, uh, you're making it non-holy. I mean, you, you're connecting it, sorry, to something that you had made via vow, holy. And, and therefore, you can connect that food uh, that you say, or, uh, or, you know, or that benefit, whatever you decide to do, uh, and make it, uh, you, can, you are able to vow it. Okay, but if it was already forbidden, the implication is, if it was already forbidden by the tribe beforehand, uh, then it doesn't work. Okay, uh, so the Gemara says, uh, if that is the situation, uh, surely uh, with, with something that is totally forbidden, uh, the same thing should apply. Uh, to come along and for, to um, uh, put on his soul uh, some type of prohibition. That is the continuation of that verse. Okay, and uh, surely, you know, if it says, um, uh, a person who makes a neder to Hashem, uh, so he can he can vow something that is able to be vowed. Uh, but surely, when it says lesor uh, isur to come and forbid something that is forbidden, right? And, uh, and 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 that's what it is. So it should be something asur over there. And it says lesor isur mibalei No, we use that lesor isur uh, for what we had uh, learned uh, a few days ago. etc. What is this isur uh, that is mentioned in the Torah? And and we had this uh, a few days ago where we said um, that uh, uh, th- this was going back uh, to to that uh, to that discussion where we said uh, I'm not going to uh, eat meat or drink wine uh, like the day that my father died. So we said that was on the yacht site, uh, and uh, that, that, I mean you could say like I fasted on that day when my father died, and then uh, even though there were other Sundays in between, etc., uh, this should be uh, like that Sunday. Okay, uh, that is uh, that discussion. All right, next uh, thing, a woman, man says uh, to his wife, okay, so we've dealt with the first part of the mission, now we move on to the second one. You say you are to me like my mother. Okay, we have to uh, bring, we have to treat it with a degree of seriousness so it doesn't become lightheaded, uh, all right, and we have to ask for a petach. It says, Remini, uh, is that really so? Uh, because, you are to me like the flesh of my mother. 
uh, you say that to your wife, okay, you like the flesh of my mother, uh, or Basar uh, Achoti, or like the flesh of my sister. In other words, uh, you are saying that she's, it's forbidden uh, for you uh, to have relations uh, with her. Uh, she's like that thing. Orla, clay, kerim, kerim. You are like Orla, uh, the first uh, um, fruit of a tree for three years is totally forbidden uh, for, for benefits. And also, kelai, kerim, if you mix things in a vineyard, different plantings in a vineyard, uh, it says that you also uh, totally forbidden, it has to be burnt. It says, lo uh, amar klum, you haven't said anything. Right, and it doesn't so. So yeah, this brighter seems to say if you connect it to something inherently forbidden, including your mother, and including uh, another example like your sister, uh, it is something uh, you, you don't have to worry about it. Uh, it's as if you've said nothing. Uh, it's meaningless because you're connecting it to something that's forbidden by the Torah. Uh, so why doesn't say? Oh well, what you have to do is treat it with that degree of seriousness. So Amrabai, how do you explain uh, the difference between these two? Lo amar klum. What is it? He hasn't said anything. Midorata really on a Torah perspective uh, because you're connecting it uh, to something that was inherently forbidden uh, it means it is meaningless so from the Torah I wouldn't uh, want we wouldn't say anything about this it has got no effect whatsoever exactly as this bright has just ruled however however uh, we have to ask about it uh, and, and and treat it with that degree of seriousness uh, from a rabbinic perspective okay so that's a buy he just answers uh, ones uh, from a Dorata perspective meaningless uh, from a rabbinical perspective we treat it as if uh, it means something, just to teach you a lesson uh, that you can't just say these things, and uh, you, you have to, uh, you know, be careful uh, what you say. Uh, Rava Amar, Rava gives a different uh, answer. He says, "Hi, uh, When it comes to a Talmud Chacham, uh, someone who knows what's going on, he's knowledgeable, uh, etc. He knew, he knows uh, that it doesn't take effect whatsoever, so he's not going to come and uh, treat it lightly." Uh, in that, uh, you know, in, 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 in any respect. Uh, so therefore, it is totally uh, permitted uh, to him. Hi, uh, but I'm a, it's when it, our Mishnah uh, talks about a person who doesn't really know uh, the intricate laws uh, of things, and as a result, uh, we, we treat it with, that, uh, with seriousness, because otherwise uh, he could come to stumble and really take a vow uh, in future. Uh, so uh, th- that would actually take effect. Uh, therefore, we tell him, okay, you're going to have to go through a whole process, etc. We have to ask you questions uh, and the like. So we put him through a bit of a process. Okay, a difference between uh, a buyer and rubber. So the Gemara says, Vatanya. And now, what happens is uh, we learned in a brighter, not a uh, batura. If you say, um, I'm, I'm connecting something, a piece of food or whatever it happens to be, uh, and I'm connecting it uh, with uh, the Torah. You say, this should be forbidden to me like the Torah. Lo amar klum, you have not said anything meaningful. Okay, so, you know, what exactly uh, does that, uh, you know, exactly does that mean? Okay, we'll see now. Uh, um, and it says, I'm Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan qualifies that. Uh, and he says, listen, you have to ask a rabbi uh, uh, for you know you have to go through this uh, rabbinic procedure so really it doesn't it doesn't take effect but rabbinically uh, we do uh, make you uh, come and ask a question of a rabbi however uh, that doesn't apply if you are a Talmud Chacham you know it doesn't work uh, and therefore uh, it, 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 you could go uh, away without actually asking a question which is exactly what Rava's uh, distinction was uh, between those two 
things. Okay, uh, we said Talmud Chacham realizes that his vow uh, is meaningless, uh, it doesn't have any effect on him, uh, and therefore he's entitled to uh, just ignore it. Uh, however, uh, an Amaret, a person who's unlearned, uh, he has to treat it with that degree of seriousness. All right, once we're talking about that, uh, we, we, we continue. Uh, and uh, we discuss it. We say, if you take a vow and you connect it to a, a, a safer Torah itself, uh, you have not said anything. Okay, so let's. However, if you say the following expression, uh, I am, you know, I'm connecting. I'm not allowed to eat this food, uh, and I swear. Uh, if you connect it uh, to what's written in the Torah, Devarev uh, come in. His words uh, are acceptable. I mean, his words uh, stand. In other words, because Hashem's names are written in the Torah, uh, it's as if he's used Hashem's names uh, in uh, the uh, in, in the vow. Really, uh, on, in a mystical sense, a Kabbalistic sense, what they say is the Torah. Uh, it's got no vowels, and uh, and really, what it is uh, is uh, and and it was uh, you know it also uh, in theory is just really it came down in uh, in it's just all the letters were combined and just just really different names, uh, different names of Hashem, uh, etc. And as a result, you know, we we just got a tradition that was split up into words in the following way. So that's how we understand it. But really, at essence, uh, the Torah could be uh, split up and I mean combined again, and then it would just be names of Hashem. Okay. So anyway, and it's got that's mystically. But even yeah, you know, we've got Hashem's name uh, very often uh, in the Torah, obviously. So uh, it's as if you sworn in Hashem's name. Uh, and what happens if you say the following statement? Ba uma shukatuba in it, and and uh, and what is written in it? I swear um, about on the Torah itself and what is written in it, uh, the Rav came in, uh, then uh, his words are upheld. Okay, we, we, uh, we make them stand. Uh, the Gemara says, Behold on one second, if you said uh, with what is written on it, the Rav came in, uh, we said that his words stand. Obviously, uh, if you say uh, it and what's written in it, uh, how much more so uh, should it uh, be uh, the case? All right? So surely it should stand as well. Uh, so why do you have to, uh, surely that's obvious. So I'm a Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman answers uh, to that law, Kasha. Uh, no, it's not uh, problematic. Uh, let's reinterpret it. Hi, Bamata Arata Ara. Here uh, it says when the Torah is on the on the ground. I it's not really on the ground. It's, it's a disgrace uh, to put the Torah on the ground. Uh, what means it's in front of you. Uh, I you are not holding it, uh, right? Uh, and, uh, and 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 therefore you say uh, with it and what's written in it when it's not holding it, as opposed to hi. Uh, so when you're holding it uh, in your hand and you just say what's written in it, uh, that's enough. Because obviously uh, you are swearing while you're holding the Torah as well. Um, um Machta al ara. So when it's lying on the ground, data al givile. Your 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 thoughts are about the actual parchment. You might think, uh, you know, you're swearing on the actual parchment itself. Uh, you know, and, and and because it's in front of you, uh, you might think that the, the it's got nothing written on it. Okay, and uh, therefore you have to say both it and what's written in it, you, because it shows you uh, that you're aware that it is a fatara. Nakat However, if you are holding it, data. Al Azkarot Shabbat must be uh, that uh, you, you, your intention is on the names uh, that are written inside uh, uh, the uh, the Sefer Torah. Okay, that is answer number one uh, of Rav Nachman. Another answer uh, you could say the uh, the. 
the Machta al Ara, the whole case is really where it is, in, uh, you know, as we said, like on the ground, but it really means in front of you and you're not holding it. This is what's coming to teach you. Gav al Ara, even though uh, it is just uh, sitting in front of you, Kavand Ama, Bama, with what is written uh, in it, Mahani, uh, that is effective. All right? Uh, you're obviously talking about the names of Hashem. Vizu and Sarek Nomar, and sometimes an answer to this is uh, obvious. We said it's obvious uh, that uh, if you say uh, what is written in it, you must be talking about the names of Hashem. Uh, and, and therefore, we said, why do you have to say it? And it's rotten, rotten written in it. Uh, and we say, listen, sometimes the Mishnah uh, does that. We teach us something uh, unnecessary. We say, obviously, you could have worked it out from the beginning part, uh, but now we just explicate and say uh, the next part, and that's why it works that way. All right, another answer. Kulu Mitsyata, you could say uh, everything uh, it, it you know you are you are Nami Danakat Bay Biaday. It could be uh, that you say both of these statements when you are actually holding the Torah. and this is what uh, we are talking about in this instance. Kavan Danakat Lay Biaday, the fact that you are holding it uh, in your hands. Afogav Dulama Ele Ba, even though you say uh, you know I'm, I'm uh, and, and and you say uh, I'm, I'm swearing. Uh, on it, okay, uh, and you don't have to say uh, the, didn't, you know what is written in it. Command Amar Dami. It's as if uh, you say, listen, uh, it should be uh, to me uh, like uh, it, it's totally uh, um, uh, forbidden, and it's what's written in it as well. So uh, even you know, so we can explain it both different ways, and and therefore uh, it doesn't come to a hard and fast conclusion. Right. Uh, what we'll do is we we'll just mention the Mishnah uh, because the Gemara uh, is. Um, he's going to uh, come and uh, going to uh, a whole discussion about different conditions. So now we've started uh, the basics uh, when it comes to, to vows, and now we start adding on uh, different uh, levels of understanding. So we've got the basics uh, down pat, uh, and now uh, tomorrow we're going to start on uh, where you say start giving conditions uh, and the like. Okay, so now, uh, so the Mishnah doesn't start mentioning uh, conditions, uh, it, it, it just uh, mentions uh, statements that you make. Konem Shani Yashani says, Sleeping is forbidden to me. Uh, and, uh, and really, there's also a discussion. You know, it, this actually sounds a lot like a vow uh, because you're dealing here with something intangible, and uh, and uh, that you know, if I if I sleep, uh, then that's uh, it's, it's a vow uh, because it's on you uh, and it's something intangible. Uh, we learned that with a, uh, yesterday. It was uh, where we said, listen, well maybe you said my eyes are forbidden to sleep, so you're doing it on something intangible like your eyes. Anyway, uh, we're not going to get too much into uh, the the details uh, on this, you know, but it could just be uh, we're talking. Yeah, although it's, it's mentioned, uh, konam is a mentioned way that you say neder, a normal vow, as opposed to saying shua. But anyway, uh, you just you, it could be that we are talking about an oath, a shua, as opposed to a neder, a vow. All right, you uh, say uh, if sleeping is forbidden to me, uh, like an offering, shani uh, medaber that that I speak. I'm not allowed to speak. I'm I'm, uh, I'm speaking is is uh, like a, 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 an offering for me, shani uh, maharek that I walk. As well, uh, as well. And if you you say to a wife, Konam Shani, Masham Sheikh, having relations uh, with you is Konam uh, for me as well. Below uh, Yachal Devrav. 
uh, you have you violate if you do uh, this you are you are violated devaro uh, you're not allowed uh, to make your words uh, non holy okay that is the Mishnah uh, and uh, you know tomorrow as we said we'll move into uh, you know other discussions about this you know kind of only tangentially relating to to the Mishnah per se because it's going to be much more detailed and uh, um, about conditions. Everyone should have a great time.